Alright y'all, what is going on? This is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place we can say what you want as long as you got them facts. Uh, we are continuing Will Fair Week. Tonight I got a double shot for you guys. I'll be going over Anchorman 1 as well as Anchorman 2. Uh, you know, these are pretty popular films. Of course, uh, one of you know, probably uh, Will Ferrell's biggest films, at least the first one, uh, also gave birth at least to Paul Rudd on the big stage and also Steve Carell. This was actually his second, one of his second high profile roles after 2003's uh, Bruce Almighty. So I'm going to get a little bit into the plot, uh, break that down. Uh, and I'm really going to get into, of course, what I liked, what didn't work and all that. And of course, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, basically, it's it's reception, both films reception, you know, in terms of IMDb, stuff like that. So we're going to get a little get, get a little bit deep into it tonight. Uh, but the first one, of course, Anchorman came out in 2004. Uh, this was directed by Adam McKay. It was produced by Judd Apatow. Look out for that name. I think he just starts to get on the scene uh, around, uh, I'm sorry, he just starts to get on the scene around this time, uh, especially working with Paul Rudd, I believe, with the... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Will Ferrell some more too, and making some of those really dope uh, comedy movies of the 2000s, the mid 2000s, especially with Seth Rogen uh, as well, like Knocked Up. If I'm not mistaken, all those ones. But let's break down the cast. Uh, in both movies, of course, there is a pretty much a a pretty much an ensemble um, that we all are familiar with. Starting with with the course Will Ferrell playing. Uh, playing Ron Burgundy, the one and only. You also got Christina Applegate, who actually had a comeback in her career uh, after uh, living was married with children uh, and working with Ed O'Neill and stuff like that. So she had a she had a bit of a comeback with this as well with her role as Veronica Corningstone, uh, basically Ron Burgundy's rival up until the end. Well, up until uh, they do become love interests, which does happen. Uh, we also got David Koshner in here as well, another uh, popular physical comedy actor. He plays Champ Kind. Uh, the sports the, the sports news we also got Paul Rudd in this one like I said getting big getting pretty big in this one uh, playing for Brian Fontana the other ladies man uh, with the with the panther with the panther cologne that didn't nobody really like they had to spray him down y'all remember that and like I said we got Steve Carell in this one uh, playing the lovable yet well he said it himself he would be retarded Brick Tamlin, uh, the weatherman. So again, we have a, a wide range of, of comedy and uh, personalities here, and they all pretty much fit and work together. Uh, for Ron, of course, he's you know somewhat of the ladies' man too, just like Brian Fontana. Uh, he's really a straight shooter, but he's also he also misses the boat as well because again, this is a satire of what's going on in that time period. See, a lot of these films, you know, uh, again, you know, they're funny and they come off as silly, uh, but a lot. A lot of times they are you know they still are representations of you know certain you know aspects of life and uh back in the 70s obviously uh males were a lot more misogynist uh at least this is what the accounts say and this is what it kind of shows you in films like this i've heard plenty of accounts of uh of pretty much some of the same things uh veronica Cornerstone had to go through if not you know a little bit you know worse because again there wasn't no comedy behind it and all that so again dudes bumping into them you know promotions for this that and the other so for one off the top one thing that i did like about the movie was that it kind of it you know it gave a good representation of kind of that environment that uh machismo uh male dominated uh society at least in the working environment um and again 
it probably leads to what you see today with this modern feminism and how women feel about men now and you know you kind of set yourself up and definitely in both movies i'll get to the second one in just a little bit but in this movie uh there was a real back and forth dynamic between uh, ron and veronica and at times veronica would get the best of him and of course she ended up kicking his ass and it kind of shows you that's the changing of what's going on this world women wasn't gonna take all that no more and of course they you know eventually got together in the end but again both characters kind of grew in ways that the other could probably could could respect and want to you know be with uh in this film you also got appearances by vince vaughn of course playing uh the rival channel newscaster uh um big man tooth you got jack black in this one you got danny trejo you got tim robbins and <clears throat> this is a disclaimer if i ever bring up tim robbins uh if I ever bring up his character in Shawshank Redemption, or if I ever just bring him up as Andy Dufresne or Shawshank, just know I'm talking about Tim Robbins on this channel because I do, I will probably be bringing up from time to time here, just when I, especially when I'm talking about these films. Uh, Shawshank could even be a, a film that I review next. So if I, if you ever just hear from here out of my mouth, either Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, or uh, Andy Dufresne. Then I'm talking about Tim Robbins, straight up. You also got an appearance from Ben Stiller in this one. Um, most of these other names here, the Vince Vaughns and Tim Robbins, uh, Vince Vaughn would show up as, again, like I said, he was the rival, I believe it was to Channel 5. They'll go back and forth and trade their bars, but the rest of these guys here, uh, particularly Tim Robbins and Ben Stiller, would show up for the epic, and what I believe is one of the best scenes in movies that I ever uh, came across. Uh, it's the, the epic uh, newscaster fight. Everybody from all the channels in the local San Diego area come together and they're just like they get they they given their little introduction and mind you I love what I love about movies and certain movies I love introductions this is something I really like I like when in the beginning of the movie you know characters introduce themselves it depends on you know how well you know it's placed and how well it's edited but it's always good to see an introduction scene here is no different you got you know the channel 2 news team headed by Luke Wilson he shows up he gets he gets his arm cut off later he's like they've been like man you've been in third place for like three years and he was like well you're gonna be in dead place i'm like dude it's all over the place brick tamlin he has a grenade uh brian fontana he has a 38 and i'm like oh my goodness there's a melee outside then i don't know well before everything before the action starts uh before the action starts to jump off you got the uh the spanish-speaking news uh news channel led by ben stiller they roll up something about puta they call them putas or some bitches or something again i could be wrong but uh, on the line just uh, i could be on the wrong really could be wrong on the line just a little bit but they show up they introduce themselves and again we have this epic battle you know there's carnage like i said luke wilson gets his arm chopped off uh by public assets aka saw shane he chops his arm off and it's just it's just crazy uh but a little bit back to the plot uh this one like i said this takes place in the i think mid to late 70s of course uh you know things are changing in the workplace things are changing in the professional world and now we're having women uh being involved uh you know uh, like I said, this brings up Veronica, Veronica Corningstone. She's been to a lot of different states. Uh, you know, 
broadcasting, so on and so forth. So she's the new era woman. They command respect. They've gone for the same education and training that we've had, and they're expecting to be treated as an equal, not even necessarily as somebody who is submissive and even sexually. However, that was still in the late 70s, obviously, that was still a part of the problem. It's still being pushed. So they show you in a, in a quite funny way uh, some real ass shit. So that that definitely was was um, was a was a was a thing and in something that was going down in the world at the time. You know, women taking advantage or taking control in their own destiny in the workforce. So you saw that, and I think it definitely did a, did a good job of bringing her on the scene, giving her a good backstory that was respectable. And again, she stood up to Ron Burgundy the whole movie, even had to kick his ass, and it made her, it made him respect her a lot more. And again, this is how those situations, you know, I guess, work themselves out to the point where you have something like this. Today. At least we are on some equal accord in some way. We can be respectful of each other. And of course, there's no outright sexual assault and all that. Because the stuff that they were doing back in the day, they would get fired for. Even, you know, the stuff in that, that we saw in that movie, they would have been gone. Uh, but again, of course, they have a rivalry at first. Um, they pretty much mess with each other. He calls her Tits McGee. She switches the prompter, got him saying, fuck you, San Diego, or something like that. And, uh, you know, gets him in trouble. He gets fired. And, um, of course, I'm just skimming through this because I'm pretty sure we've all seen it before. Um, a lot of us, at least. And uh, eventually it gets to be Sweets Week, with his, which is the most important time of the, of the news season. Uh, it's time to get the pandas, the shots, the good shots of these pandas. Uh, Veronica gets caught up in a situation, and here comes old Ron back in the situation, back and everything, and he saves her from the, the panda, gets the news footage that he needs, and again, he establishes himself, establishes himself uh, back on top again, but again, he's sharing that with Veronica, and the women of the workforce have solidified their place, and again, you get a happy ending there, and again, there's some funniness there, but there, like again, there is some, some realness there, so um, I think that movie it was really well put together uh it was talking about real life situations again in a in a comedy setting but again it was relevant uh to that time and again it shows us the development of those situations over the, over that period of time uh so again i personally gave that movie a nine out of ten of course i highly uh, am satisfied with it uh one thing that i did like about it again the whole point was, you know, at one point in the movie was really funny because they, they ask about the word diversity and here comes Ron Burgundy saying, Oh, diversity is an old civil war, civil war battleship. And then there you go. It's just, he just starts to go on and that. And that's how, you know, just again, it, I, I'm pretty sure not every guy thought like that. And of course, that's probably just a drama. It's, of course, the dramatization for, uh, you know, a movie. But again, there's a lot of people back then that were ignorant to what diversity was. And again, that's what that movie is showing you. So you gotta respect it. I, I respected all that. I have to give it a nine out of 10. Actually, a 10 out of 10 for those reasons. On top of being super funny, it kept me laughing from beginning to end. For those reasons, again, I have to give it a 10 out of 10. And the reason why Will Ferrell is so uh, amongst the best in terms of my opinion, because so far, every movie that I have looked at by him or reviewed at least so far for you guys, I've, I've 
thought of it as being an 8 or 10 out of 10. And there's very few people that I can sit there and say that for. Uh, Martin Lawrence, there's a lot of movies. Again, he's one. He's my favorite uh, comedy actor, so of course there's a lot from him. Uh, I would say the second probably uh, that would be on point in terms of just how I rate things and how I grade things. I'm constantly probably giving Eddie Murphy higher, higher scores. Uh, Robin Williams, as much as I love him, I'm a little bit iffy on him. There's some roles that I really liked by him. Some move, some some roles that didn't vibe with me, and I just wasn't feeling them, you know. So uh, that's just to give you an example. Uh, but let's move on a little bit to Anchorman Two: The Legend. The Legend continues. And this one we have some new additions, but we'll get to those in just a second. Let's get you doc. Let's get you guys updated on where we're at in the story. It is now 1980. Uh, Veronica and uh, Veronica and Ron have made it to New York City. They are pretty much they are host of the well one of the most prestigious newscasts in the nation out there in New York City. Uh, they are working under. Um, Harrison Ford's uh, Harrison Ford's character. I don't have his name right in front of my face right now. At least his character name right in front of my face. But uh, they're working for him. Uh, however, he decides he wants to step down, uh, and he decides to roll Veronica. And this promotion again, you know, it does not suit uh, Ron. But again, this is where the world is going to. Not always. It's not always the case uh, that the man is going to get the promotion. Uh, so again, that drives a wedge between them. At some point, she. Gets with somebody new uh he you know uh gets fired at some point he's going back to san diego uh when they get back to san diego they meet up with uh freddie shat played by dylan Bar- uh, baker and he's pretty much the go between between them and the new network that's being uh being formed called global news network or aka gnn or aka generic cnn and the whole purpose with this, of this gnn slash like I said, generic CNN for the movie is to is to you know make a 24/7 news channel, and uh, they're gonna bring you know they want to bring you know Will Ferrell's Will Ferrell Will Ferrell Will Ferrell character in. I'm sorry, my mind is all over the place. Uh, they wanted to bring his character in uh, to you know of course help set it up. Uh, he's probably one of the most you know prestigious names out there that's not working and uh on top of that the sweetened deal he's able to get his the boys back brian fantana brick tamlin of course the retarded weather guy again he said it his character said it is in the movie don't come for me and of course you got the off the ball crazy off the wall crazy champ con- champ kind of course doing the sport so they get back together um again and then um again you have some new additions in this one they end up working for megan's making goods character linda jackson and god oh god i hope the rumors about her bleaching her skin are not true my fingers are crossed i haven't seen any recent recent pictures because i feel like they might have been photoshopped so i don't want to believe it I hope it's not true. But anyway, she plays Linda Jackson, the head of the, the station. And, um, you know, she, again, is just like Veronica Corningstone, not backing down, strong female character. And that's one thing the movies that I will give them props for, that they definitely put them on, uh, females on. They put them in, you know, uh, pretty solid pretty you know well strong role they weren't backing down again uh she gives him dishes out another ass kicking to will's to ron burgundy and again she puts him in check but again you know 
he grows a little bit. She learns to like him and they get a relationship. So there you go. Uh, that's Hollywood for you. Uh, you also move on. You got Jack James Marsden in this one. I'm sorry. X-Man in here. Uh, Cyclops. Uh, he plays Jack Lame. Uh, Jack Lime. Excuse me. But yeah, he switches to Jack Lame because he loses a bet. Because uh, eventually your boy uh, Ron Burgundy gets his scruples about him. And he just decides, well, I'm just going to talk about what people want to hear. And he makes very exciting news and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, beats out uh, James Martin's character uh, in the ratings. And again, he has to change his name from Jack Lime to Jack Lame. So that's how you get that. Um, you also got the owner of the network, uh, John, I'm sorry, Kinch Allenby, played by John Lawson. And finally, one of the funnier characters, in my opinion, this was the first time I seen her in a big film up until Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig. Uh, she's playing Shawnee last name and she's supposed to be uh well she is brick Tamlin's girlfriend and those two energy and the way those two vibe off each other is uh something else that is um that is crazy that is crazy in this one uh we have some a few more crazy appearances in, the, in uh, this one we have will smith like i said before we have harrison ford uh for will smith he shows up for the epic uh you know because we had a part two of the, of the newscaster fight of course jim carrey had to show up for that one we had kirsten dunce making an appearance in that one so this movie was all over the place because again this was directed by adam mckay just as the original was but this was produced by apatow mckay and Farrell. so they both got some input in this one i thought this one uh the the plot you know again was crazy off the wall especially his interaction with the black family uh but again you know it it you know followed kind of like a you know it's a it's a parody it's definitely a parody kind of timeline of what kind of went down you know in the creation of cnn and these these news stations that you see nowadays so i don't have a problem with that i definitely like the on-screen chemistry uh with steve carell and Chris, Kristen wig i definitely loved that that was hilarious um they seemed like the perfect couple for the for the personalities that they embodied so again uh, this movie hits on all cylinders as well uh, this one wasn't as strong i don't feel as terms as the first so i'm just going to give it an eight out of ten uh but definitely worth the look at uh i i watch it again as much as i can well not as much as i can but of course you know i watch it you know, and I will watch this movie again. That's just how it is. Just like with the, a lot of the rest of his, a lot of his movies. Uh, the only movie that I, I haven't really, well, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've seen it from beginning to end. That's why I'm a little bit neutral on it. And that, the only movie that I'm neutral on by him is, is uh, old school. But everybody seems to love that movie as well. So I'm going to remain neutral on that until I officially see it. But again, I'm going to wrap this up for tonight. This is your man, El Jamal. Uh, we're going to keep this going a little little bit later uh down the week i'll come back tomorrow i'm also gonna have to double shot you with some sports early in the morning as well i'm gonna have to give you some uh an update on the top 25 in college basketball i know that for a fact i'm gonna also have some new uh well because i had some football news come up today as well referring to philip river so uh that kind of took me off today i had to go and read in on that to see what's going on there um and do some real homework there so i'll be coming back with some sports tomorrow morning tomorrow night i have another review and um i don't know exactly what i had planned yet i might have it written down i might not but uh if not then it will be ready it'll still be ready uh by tomorrow night if not 
Wednesday morning. Uh, again, if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is eljbutler75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com. E-L-J-B-U-T-L-E-R-7-5 at gmail.com. Dot com. I also got a Facebook page as well at L Jamah Johnny E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Once again, that is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Also have a, a Instagram page at just L Jamah E L J A M A H. And finally, I have a Facebook page uh, as well for the show at Never Out of Bounds. So you look me up there. I have some links. I have some content that I have shared. And um, yeah, so go ahead and hit me up if you'd like, and I'm going to call it a wrap, and a peace out, one love, and I will holla at y'all later.